Joe's Corner 76. I'll be commenting on the human condition. In order to change it, we have to be engaged. The letter P has not had any real significance in my life until April 2010. I'd gone for my annual prostate exam, and like all the other times in the last 10 years, I thought I would just go in and get examined and be given a clean bill of health and leave. This was not to be the case. The doctor wanted to do a biopsy. He said it was because I had not had one done in a few years. I had the biopsy done in May 2010 and I waited for the results. Usually if I had not heard in a few weeks, I assumed I was fine. I felt relieved. This did not last long. The doctor's office called and they said they wanted to meet with me. A great feeling of dread came over me. My wife tried to say it was perhaps just to review the results of the pills the doctor had prescribed for me. I didn't think so. There was something wrong. Just what I did not know exactly. While waiting for the date of the appointment, it seemed everywhere I looked, I saw the letter P. Prostate cancer seemed to be mentioned everywhere. I saw it in newspapers, magazines, and heard about it on the radio and television. It seemed that the letter P would dominate my life. Nothing seemed to matter while I waited for the appointment. I asked the question, why me? Was this it for me? What will happen to me? Everything seemed to be about me. I wasn't thinking about anyone else at the time. The big P only affected me. My wife and I went to the doctor's office. My first question to him was, how long have I got? I didn't even hear much of what he said. What came through was I had cancer. I was finished. I was so wrapped up in despair that I just saw a black hole. Acceptance that I was defeated and had to, no way out was all I saw. It was about me and no one else. During the visit, I sat basically in silence and had no thoughts of what to do. My wife started to ask the doctor and ask him to explain what was happening to me and what could be done. She said to the doctor that I had been talking a bit crazy and that I was so stressed she was worried I would have a heart attack. My partner took the situation in hand. She got an explanation of the cancer I had, the degree of it based on the Gleason scale, and the possible course of treatment. She asked if surgery was what I needed. The doctor said yes. She asked where this type of cancer could travel to in the body. The doctor said it went into the bones. He said he would discuss this after a bone scan was completed. My despair lifted a little bit. There seemed to be something I could do. It did not seem as hopeless as before. Even this little bit of light gave me the start of the will to fight. I was now at the point where I could accept the disease. An appointment was made for surgery, a bone scan, and an MRI. I had to wait for the results of these tests to see if I would be able to have surgery and have some kind of positive outcome. Anxiety was getting the better part of me 
while I waited for these test results. I had to do something or go slowly mad. I was scheduled for surgery on the following Monday and I had no results. What a weekend! I wasn't sure I would be operated on Monday, oh, but they took me. The operation was successful and my recovery, aside from a few mishaps, went well. I wore a catheter for a few weeks and then it was taken off. I was fortunate I did not have to wear pads. I met with my doctor after surgery and he told me I had to have radiation. Radiation was a scary word. I met with the doctor and he confirmed because of my pathology I needed to get radiation treatment because my PSA level increased after the cancer surgery. The PSA should have been non-existent. If the surgery had gotten all of this, I was scheduled for a series of 33 radiation treatments. The doctor also recommended drug therapy. I had some worries about the radiation and possible side effects. But I decided to see just what happened to me, since each person has a different reaction. The decision to take the treatments was not hard to make. I wanted to live. I had to fight this disease, and I believed I could win. My treatment began January 4th, 2011, and ended February 28th, 2012. I asked the doctor for the results the day my treatment ended. He advised I had to wait until the end of March. You can bet this was one of the longest months of my life. The big day came and I got the results. I was cancer free now. I get a PSA test every year and eight years later I'm still cancer free. What did I learn on this journey? When I first heard the news I only thought about myself and what happened to me. It took a while and discussions with people who had prostate cancer to realize it was not just about me. This disease affected my wife, my children, my friends, and even my workmates. I stopped being wrapped up in myself and reached out for help. I was on the road to recovery. This is one of the most curable cancers. If it's caught early, there's a 95% survival rate. We can beat it. We have to. It's the cancer most affecting Canadian men and 2 million men around the world. If you or someone you know is affected by prostate cancer, tell them to get involved in the process. Have a positive attitude. Do anything you need to treat this disease. Tell them to talk to people who have gone through the journey. Tell them to believe they will win. They should realize you have life, so there is hope. Victory can be theirs. Tell your fathers, brothers, and friends to get checked after the age of 50 for prostate cancer. And advise your doctor if there's a history of cancer in the family. There are many more treatments today to fight this disease, but more research is required. It's Movember now. Please donate to Prostate Cancer Canada and Movember.com. Help find a cure. Let me hear your stories. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Anchor, 
Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76.